This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 344. Seven holiday phrases to score an eight on IELTS speaking. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn how to delightfully describe celebrations and holidays and learn native idioms and phrases to make you really stand out on your next IELTS speaking exam. Ho, 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 and happy holidays, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, no matter what holidays you celebrate, it is d- holiday season. It is time, um, even at the very least, if all you're going to do is go out and party for New Year's Eve, <laughs> this is still a season to celebrate. The end of one year, the beginning of another, and of course, where I live, Christmas is a pretty big deal. So that's why we call call this the holiday season because there is Christmas, there's Hanukkah, there's um, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Uh, in England, they have Boxing Day after Christmas. So um, hopefully where you live, you get to practice Uh, You get to observe at least one of these. Okay, so why is this important? Well, on the speaking exam, you guys, um, there are commonly questions about holidays. Now, this is an important thing to remember. Remember that the IELTS exam is written by British English speakers. So when they say holiday, all right. It's it's not talking about Christmas and Hanukkah and Eid. It's not talking about those. It's talking about vacations. All right. In British English, holiday means vacation. So pay attention to the context of the question on the speaking exam. So you are sure to talk about um, vacations or actual Holidays. All right. So holidays. Um, this is celebrations, traditional celebrations. You get the day off of work or school, right? Um, and usually they're, they're old and they have lots of history. So that's what we're talking about today. These traditional holidays and celebrations. So be ready for these questions on the speaking exam. I am going to give you, um, seven phrases that you could use to hit, not only hit that seven, all right? This isn't just seven vocab. This is band score eight, all right? We're talking super native speaker vocab, vocab that other students will not know. I promise you, they will not know this. Um, Let me, as a side note, guys, just to tell you why it is just me today talking. Um, As you know, Lindsay and I have been working very, very hard on our new listening course. And um, yeah, so I'm carrying this one today, going to share some amazing words with you so Lindsay can finish up some huge workload that she has. Okay, but it is my pleasure 
to bring to you um, tools and devices to not only pass the speaking exam, but really show the examiner that you deserve the highest score. Okay. First of all, now, what can we talk about? This isn't, these aren't things that you're used to talking about really in your first language, right? Like you don't, you don't have to describe these to another person in your first language because they already know about these traditions. Um, so you need to practice this stuff, you guys. Um, not only could it come up in speaking part one, but you might have to describe a, a holiday or celebration or traditional event in speaking part two. So what can you say? Well, first of all, explain the history behind this if you can. Um, interestingly, the word holiday, it comes from the two words holy day. I mean, traditionally, right? It, it, older cultures, a lot of their holidays stem from the religion in that culture. So that's why holy day um, has come to mean just simply holiday. All right. So what can you describe? Well, the details you can give, right? Because we want to be super specific um, to show our fluency, but also to hit that specific vocabulary, show our flexibility. So write this down, you guys. This is stuff you have to practice describing for all of your traditional celebrations and holidays in your culture. Practice describing the food, the clothes, the events or activities, um, the behavior of people, because, you know, we often behave a bit differently, hopefully a bit kinder on some of these holidays. Um, and then lastly, why is it a holiday? What meaning does it have? And again, what's the history of it? Is it national or is it only a local regionally observed holiday. So um, please listen a couple times. Make that list and practice describing all of those details about your local and national holidays. Okay, let's get to the vocabulary. <laughs> the first one is something we say a lot uh, around this time of year when talking about um, something typically Christmassy or, you know, whatever holiday you're celebrating. So this is the holiday season, as I said, right? So if, for example, um, I go and like I'm buying a bunch of toys, right? Because I have a five-year-old, so I have to buy presents. Um, and then the person looks at all the toys that I'm buying and I just look at them and I say, tis the season, Okay, tis the season. So this is just an idiom to describe behavior that you only do um, during a holiday season. Okay, so there's the first one. Hi guys, if you would like to learn the strategies that helped Dennis go from a seven to an eight point five on his IELTS speaking exam, then get into our system. Why wait? It's the end of the year. Let's do something positive. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Now, secondly, also, if you have a holiday where you have to buy presents for people um, and you enjoy shopping or don't enjoy shopping for that matter, but you must do it. You can use the idiom shop till you drop. So I would say um, 
I would say personally, like I, I don't want to spend a bunch of money just for the sake of presents, but I do remember the days before internet shopping when we'd have to go to the mall. We'd have a full day of Christmas shopping, right? Um, and on those days, we literally shopped until we dropped. <laughs> I don't miss those days. Okay. Um, and the third one you could say when you're describing um, eating or the food on a holiday. Usually, guys, uh, it doesn't matter what culture you're from, holidays are about the food, man. Um, I mean, to me, that's all Thanksgiving is. It's a feast. It's all, it's all focused on the food. You cook all day. And then here's the idiom. When it finally comes to feast, we stuff ourselves silly. <laughs> um, so use this to describe a time when you just eat as much as you can. You stuff yourself silly. All right. Um, remember, guys, you can always come back to our blog and read the article about this episode, and you can see all of these idioms. I will put them in the article. Go back to allearsenglish.com. Um, Sorry, go to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. In the search bar, type 344. Okay, that is the number for this episode, 344. Search for that, um, and then you will see all of this vocabulary, and you could practice using it. Okay, cool. Um, so, moving on. Um, when you're talking about the uh, the history or the meaning of a holiday. So, for example, a holiday we have here is... Um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. It's It commemorates his birthday. All right. So that's the term commemorates. So commemorates means in the honor of something or to remember something. So um, every, the, every Monday, um, it's either it's around it's a it's the closest Monday to January 15th, which, by the way, listeners, is close to my birthday. So anyway, that Monday closest to that date is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. So it commemorates the birthday of Martin Luther King. All right. Um, and you could use that to describe a lot of different holidays that you will have in your country as well. Okay. So when you're talking about the clothes, I really like this one. You could say get decked out in something. So for example, <laughs> um, we have, um, it's come to be an interesting tradition in my country to have ugly sweater parties. <laughs> Sounds funny, but, um, there are so many ugly Christmas Christmas sweaters, you guys, with like huge um, cotton puff uh, snowmen and just really ugly sweaters. So um, for ugly sweater parties, I get decked out in my most garish Christmas sweater. Um, it even has lights on it. So when you're describing um, dressing in traditional clothes, you can use this, right? To get decked out in a traditional dress, to get decked out in... Um, Use specific vocabulary, a uh, kimono, for example. Okay. Um, two more to go. All right. This is also a fun one. 
Um, I apologize to listeners if you are from a more conservative culture. Perhaps you don't drink alcohol. I understand that. But for those of you listeners who um, are in countries where alcohol is present <laughs> and enjoyed, um, you can use this one. So um, if you uh, holidays, at least in my culture, there there's a lot. There's a fair bit of drinking. I'll be honest with you. Uh, families and friends get together and they drink. They drink beer, wine, what have you. So um, I would describe those days as when people get a little bit tipsy, all right, to get a bit tipsy. That's you're not quite drunk, you know, but you're you're feeling a little buzzed. You've had a few drinks. Okay. Now, um, again, this is an idiom that is only appropriate for speaking, you guys, not writing. Okay. Um, in the show notes for this episode, I will note which of these terms are informal and which are formal, so you know when to use them on the exam. Okay, the last one. Oh, I love this one too. I thought of so many good idioms today. Okay, the last one is to <laughs> describe a person who says what they think without considering other people. Okay, so... Again, this happens when people get a bit tipsy and they say things they probably shouldn't, right? So we describe that by saying, uh, so-and-so has no filter. So <laughs> I would use this to describe my brother. When he gets a bit tipsy, um, he has some very extreme political views. And as soon as he's had a couple glasses of whiskey, that dude has no filter, all right? He will say the most embarrassing, shameful stuff. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what he says, but um, everybody has someone like that in their family, right? Um, or at least at every family get together, there's someone that says something they probably shouldn't. So you could describe that moment or that person. You could say, um, my uncle has no filter. Okay. So um, if you're ready to learn more about the speaking exam, learn exactly when and where and how to use phrases like this to impress the examiner strategically, right? Everything's linked to the scoring system. How do you get that seven? How do you get that eight? If you want to know more about that system, you can get into Three Keys IELTS today. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash keys. All right. That is it for me. I am so ready to celebrate and I'm so looking forward to the rest of this holiday season. And I sincerely hope that you guys are as well. So happy holidays, no matter what holiday or culture you're from. I hope you really enjoy the end of this year and best of luck in the next. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.